Blog Talk Radio. Hi there. Welcome to Real Metaphysical Talk. Here it is again, yet another week. I'm your host, Joan, here with this brand new episode um, in our first show of February. Yeah, last week was the end of January. Now it's first February. Well, we know how this works. All right. So today's topic, let's just get right on. Today's topic, we're going to be covering spirituality and your health, your physical health. I don't know how I come up with these topics. Something told me, let's just talk about this. Why? Because I'm getting ready to lay on the floor and just relax. I need a different perspective. But I'll get more into that in a little bit. First, I just want to cover my bases. Um, The usual, here we are on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for joining me today and every day that you listen, whether it be live or on the archives. Um, I am also found on Facebook. You can join me uh, at Real Metaphysical Talks. Just do a search. You can either just follow along and be a follower, or you can actually be um, the page and get your updates either way. Also, many of you that listen on archives may be listening via iTunes. Yes, we can be found there. Just add us. Follow along, and don't forget, always share with your friends. Friends and family may have something that to share with you that you may not know about and vice versa. People are always looking for ways for, to share new information, especially information like this. With, with the start of the X-Files recently, I have to say, there's something out there. We always say the truth is out there, and it's always good to keep searching. Searching for new answers, searching for something else. It's you that decides in your heart whether it's true to you. Okay. All right, so this week we have a new moon on Monday. Cue the Duran Duran song. New moon on Monday, oh, I almost said January, February 8th. In fact, let me get you a specific time. I'm seeing at 19 degrees of Aquarius. And, of course, this site that I have up doesn't show the time, but that's okay. Um, This new moon not only brings the new moon, obviously, but it will bring on a new year in in the Chinese zodiac, the year of the fire monkey. I'll talk about that in just a few minutes. Let me see this chart. Oh, this chart. Here we are. If you're looking at Greenwich Mean Time, 2.38 p.m., let's add five hours. So 7, 7 or 8 p.m. on Monday night is the new moon, if you're Eastern Standard Time. All right, so anyways, new moon, February, falls in Aquarius. Aquarius is all about, like, new and all about being new ideas and kind of disconnecting, but helping others. Not so much for yourself, but helping others. It forces us into emotional independence. Good for your mind, for your imagination. But apparently with this, it's difficult to listen to your body at this time, which interesting enough, we're going to be talking about spirituality and your health and how the two connect. Now, This new moon is going to make us grow up. It's going to make us become more of an adult. 
with our decisions and the things that we've been going on, if we've been keeping the same patterns that, that we've had for a long time, especially since we were children or even in high school. Some of you may still be in high school, and that's okay. We are learning new ways of living, new ways of creating, new ways of producing and moving forward, good way to manifest new things in our life. Obviously, um, this is a time that can, uh, with the new moon, we are trying to create, we're trying to um, induce new things, we're trying to implement new things in our life with the new moon checks if you're trying to look for the law of abundance. Anything with this uh, new moon, we want to make sure that we express our feelings through art, through poetry, through creativity, even if it's difficult to talk about. One great example, I'll bring this up because I just saw this on online, and I believe it was the Huffington Post, recently showed a picture, had a little article about a man who had told her his wife to draw a picture of what is going inside, on inside of her head. And I think this is the perfect time to do this with this moon. It's time to sit down and just with drawings, whether it be pencil, um, stick figures, take the time to draw what is going on inside of your head. All of the ideas that you have sprouting up. And it doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be structured. I mean, if you are physically structured the way you are in your thinking, and that's how you'd like to see it laid out, well, then that would be you. Explains you. But for this, you know, we talk about doing vision boards. We talk about creating things. For for this week, I want you to take a piece of paper. It could be small. It can be big. But just start in in one sitting. Sit down and just start placing all of the ideas that cross your mind. Oh, look, what's for dinner? And then, you know, talk about grocery lists and add all these little things all around it. And I want you to just, if you if it's easier, set a timer on your phone, set an egg timer if you have it, use your microwave, use your computer. You can go easily on Google and search for an online timer, and it will go off. Give yourself, I would say, a good 15, 20 minutes. I'm feeling 20 minutes. So go give yourself 20 minutes to even 30 minutes if you want to give yourself an hour. Whatever you can do in that time, get, kind of get lost in your own head, in your thoughts, on paper, by writing everything down. And listen, no matter what you write, there's nothing wrong, there's nothing right. Everything is right because it's yours. It's your thoughts. So there's absolutely nothing wrong what you have going on. So if you're thinking, oh, I need to go grocery shopping, oh, I have to go to the bathroom, or oh, I forgot to get toilet paper, and then just go down the list of these ideas, just these thought bubbles popping up all over this paper. And once the time is up, I would say for that moment, fold it up in half and and just walk, put it away and walk away from it and come back later and look at what you've created. Preferably, I want to say a day later, but I almost want you to see it sooner. A day later would give you time to sleep on it and then to come back and look at what you were thinking in that process. And only you would know what that process was about. Look at how you think. 
and your patterns. Maybe there's something you can change. Look at something differently. If there's problems that you're having or people that you're having trouble communicating with, if something's weighing on your mind, you're going to write it down. If something that's making you happy and, oh, you're super excited for your vacation, then write write down your vacation. I have to get a swimsuit. I have to go work out, and I have to this, and I have to that. And just just start putting these things out there and, and draw. I have, you know, draw little pictures if you need to. Flowers and birds and butterflies or cats and dogs and and trucks and cars, whatever it is that makes you, you. Put it on there. And go back and review it. And I think for this new moon, this is the perfect, 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 perfect exercise to do to kind of get an idea of how you think. Because sometimes we don't, we catch ourselves in a moment of anger, we catch ourselves in a moment of frustration, and we really don't think beyond that one little thing. And this type of exercise, this type of work, this type of drawing that you're going to be putting together will help you see your thoughts, will help you see how you're creating. And maybe even after a day, maybe even after a week, you can start to see patterns, see something that you might want to change, look at it from a different angle. And I say that because at first I was going to start the show by laying on the floor but, of course, I'm trying to man my computer as well. And the other reason was because my cat decided to take over my chair. And, I mean, I, there's nothing I could do. When he decides to get in my chair, he's the entire chair. So, anyhow. But looking at things from a different perspective. So, there are times I find myself just laying in the middle of my floor, looking at the room, and just kind of like getting lost in thought and and, and relaxing and just being one with the room, so to speak, and just getting a feel for, okay, where are my thoughts and what's going on? And I just kind of let go in that moment, getting that different perspective. And by writing your thoughts down like this in one sitting and coming back later and looking at it, you can get an idea. You can get a feeling for where things are coming from. Only you know, really. I mean, someone else can see it and, and say, wow, you do have a lot of things going on. Even if you just write two things, if the only things you're concerned about is I have to get my laundry done or I have to go get an oil change for my car and I have to go to work. If those are the only two things you have to worry about, then great. Then that's all you're focused on. You don't have to write anything else. That's, it's right for you. But maybe you, you're not allowing yourself to be more descriptive. You're not allowing yourself to open up, even to yourself. So look into that as well. Now, where does this take us? Now, let's go back to this new moon. As we were talking about the health problems, we don't want to ignore what our body's aches and pains are telling us. This new moon allows us to look at that. But again, it also makes us, we we should be expressing ourselves to others as I am talking to you. Because if you don't find balance with this new moon, with expressing yourself, the opposite will happen, which is anger and rage, and you don't want to get into yelling matches. And obviously that can't happen. I'm not saying it won't, but there's a possibility if you don't find that balance, that's what's going to come out because you're going to be holding it in, and it's just going to kind of leak out, and it's just going to, like a volcano. And we and really, most of us really don't want that to happen. Some, I suppose, you'd want 
to have that happen in order to get something to occur in your life, some event, some maybe you're looking to get attention from someone or for, for, for a situation. But this is all about thinking outside the box. Aquarius is about being inventors, creativity, creation, thinking outside the box, and what you can do to make changes. All about changes and like being on the outside and working together as a group. You're not an individual. You are an individual, but you're not in this in this particular new moon. Now you're the monkey. We're going to talk about this fire monkey real quick. Chinese New Year happening on this new moon in February. Let me see here. You're the monkey. Two thousand sixteen is a fire monkey year. Fire monkey means that it is all about being ambitious and adventurous, but can be irritable. It is going to be a very active year. It's a fire monkey because the year of two thousand and sixteen. So with the Chinese zodiac, every twelve there there is twelve animals recurring every twelve years. This year being monkey. Last year being the sheep or ram. This year being the monkey. Now, with regards to the element fire, there are five elements. You've got metal or gold, water, wood, fire, or earth. And, of course, depending on when you're here, uh, when you're born, is the type of element it is. The combinations can occur, reoccur every 60 years. So you've got the five different monkeys plus the 12 years, uh, 12 animals. Every 60 years, you get the fire monkey. So what this monkey means, basically, monkeys in general, ah, let's see, monkey year is believed to be unlucky for people born in the year of the monkey. A year of one's birth sign is believed to be the most unlucky of the 12 years cycle. According to this, the horoscope is you'll have a prosperous career in 2016. Love and marriage doesn't look all that hot. Great unexpected fortune will find its way. And you might have a little illness here and there. Not that big of a deal, but that's what it is. But um, really, the year of the monkey is all about activity. Things happening all the time, constantly moving, probably we felt really bogged down last year. You felt like, oh, we're just still learning. I, and I still say this. You're learning, you're learning, you're learning. When is this lesson going to end? Now we're on the move. Everything is going to start coming at you. I'm already starting to feel it since Mercury Retrograde. We talked about it last week. Things are starting to happen. Now it's really starting to move. So if you're ready to go and you're flexible, that's the one key thing. Just be flexible and just stay on the move. If you are stagnant, if you are stubborn, you're going to have a hard time. So we got to learn this lesson. Let's be flexible. Let's learn. Let's keep flowing. Keep that happiness going. Now, how does this affect you and your health? I don't, I don't care if it's Chinese zodiac, if it's regular astrology, Western astrology, if it's, uh, name it, tarot, reiki, psychic, anything, whatever's out there. Spirituality. And your physical health 
are tied together. Myself, I like I have a I have a family doctor. I do go for my annual checkups and I will go if there is a problem, if I feel ill or something, you know, something happens. I will call my doctor for assistance. I also call on my spiritual, my physical spiritual guides. I call them my physical spiritual guides because these are people here on earth with me. And these are maybe the healers that I know that do the tuning fork sessions or Reiki healers or um, energy healers, anyone in a, in, and even my, I'll go massage therapy, massage therapy too. They are energy clearers. Some, I'm not going to say most, some people in the massage and massotherapy fields tend to, tend to become attracted to the metaphysical side too. Knowing that your energy affects your well-being. You know, you're, what you have on the inside is actually showing on the outside. It's showing through your aura. It's showing through your eyes. It's showing through the things that you do. Your, your emotions, I mean, your physical emotions. You can stand there stoic and not make any faces and not make any, have any reactions, but yet you're, you may be blocking what you have going on, but even you physically blocking it, you could be stuffing things inside of yourself. So you're creating blockages physically inside. Anger. Anger builds up. We build up our anger. We don't, we don't express our feelings. We don't say what we feel. We don't let it out all the time. We harbor um, ill will. We keep things held in. And possible outcome, oh, a heart attack. Not everyone's going to have a heart attack. I'm not saying that because you're so angry all the time you're going to have a heart attack, but I will I will suggest that there is a possibility that a heart attack may happen. I have had loved ones where they have had heart issues, heart attacks, They've had their triple bypasses, their double bypasses, and all their other surgeries, and they are clear, free and clear, and they're able to function in society and function in their daily lives. But knowing their lives deeper, knowing their backstories, knowing what's going on in their lives, I am able to see that what they've what they've done in their emotional lives, what they're doing and holding themselves in, holding their in- information in, that energy, that anger, and not expressing it, it comes out physically. Now, spirituality, here we are, Reiki healers. We have our Reiki healers. We have just the metaphysical teachers and and um, going for meditation. These are ways that we can... One, find out if we are having issues elsewhere. Emotions, emotional release, we can find out by the things that we're expressing even via our dreams. Our, you know, 
Could it be that there's something going else in our lives that we're actually holding on to in our in our physical bodies? Muscle tenseness. By relaxing ourselves, by using meditation, we're able to clear those physical blockages by using de-stressing techniques. We can actually make our health better. Not many people can do yoga. I know of several people that have tried yoga and find that it stresses them out. (laughs) Um, And I think it's because of the frustration of being able to do the moves or just making themselves feel vulnerable in several of those positions. I'm sure if they're by themselves, maybe they feel embarrassed. I, I, I don't know. But maybe by themselves they could do the they could do a position or two, lay on their back and put their legs in the air and stretch the leg and hold the downward dog position or, you know, just maybe keeping a fluid motion. Holding a position might stress them out. But their blood pressure increases when they start yoga. They get upset. They get flustered. And they need another outlet. So other things that you could do, like I said, having the Reiki done. I'm going to constantly push Reiki. That's just me. But tuning fork sessions and learning different things and even sitting in a class for meditation, learning different ways of meditation. You could go online onto YouTube right now and do a search in meditation. If you're looking for specific meditations, you can find that. You can find 10-minute meditations. You can find hour meditations, whatever you're looking for to suit your needs. Bringing yourself back to center, finding a way to get you to focus is a good way to really start to connect to your physical self. Yes, we know, oh, look, I'm not feeling well today. I have a headache. Okay, what could be causing that? Is it because of all the work that you had going on, the constant um, information, I call it information overload, Um, people calling you and asking you questions and coming up to you and giving you more work to do and saying, here, I need this in in 30 minutes, and hey, can you get this done for me today, and oh, I need, can you take a look at this for me, and oh, are you busy, I just need you for a moment, and more and more and more, information overload, you know, just, just constantly in one day. Sometimes we can handle that. Other times it just keeps piling up and piling up. And what you don't realize is that by the end of the day, after you've left, you can't, you know, your one eye is twitching, you're tense, your neck is hurting, your back is hurting. And when you go to, you know, when you go to get in your car and you can't understand why you're reacting to the drivers around you yelling and screaming and why can't you stop and, you know, or what are you doing? You're driving like a fool. Um, if you can catch yourself in those moments, you realize that, that one, the energy that you just brought into your car is not yours, or it's a bottled up emotion that you've been holding on to all day. And when all you needed to do was say, hey, can you give me a minute? Let me collect my thoughts and let me reorganize what I have going on right now. And this is what we need to do periodically because we need to connect with ourselves to say, all right, why am I feeling this way? What is going on? Where are the problems that I have in my life? 
major life changes can affect us physically. We all know this. This is something that's taught to us back in the days of when you had health class. There are certain stressors, and it's still out there. You can find it. Um, Do your research. Certain stressors in our life that can cause major physical ailments. If you come out of it with flying colors and you're ready to go, great. But these these stressors can can really affect your physical health. And that's death of a spouse. Well, of course, your own death, yes. It affects your physical health. You don't have any physical health at that point. <laughs> but, no, death of a loved one, whether it be a spouse or um, parent, family member, anyone close to you, uh, divorces, life cha- other life changes like moving, physically moving your home. Um, now, it, that can be a good thing. If you are totally excited and you're ready to go and you want to move, it's exhausting, the moving and packing and getting you know things where you want it, yes. But it could be a good thing. If you're prepared for it and you know what you want to do and you're excited and you're willing to take the chance and you're going to say, okay, you know what, I'm moving and super excited, yes, it can be exhausting, but you can make it a great experience. It's all in your perspective. Let's see what else. I'm trying to think. Change it, loss of a job, brand new job, um, major life, major pur- purchases too, you know, like the car or the house, and losing a house and bankruptcy and Look at these big items. And sometimes we don't think, oh, yeah, that's eh, no big deal. See, for me, for me, a new job can be stressful because you don't know what to expect. But if you're excited about where you're going, learning experiences, it can be the best change for you. It can be not as stressful as most people. Some people feel like even if you're changing, you know, if you get fired from your job, obviously that's like, all right, well, it could be heartbreaking because that's your only income. And what are you going to do? And you are depending on that paycheck. So there you are. Your headaches start to pile up and all of these things start to happen. Do you have a plan in place? Well, okay. Not everyone has one, but can you be flexible? It's going back to the can you be flexible. Let's look at our perspectives. Let's look at our spirituality. When it becomes difficult to meditate, it's becoming difficult to think. You, when you are happier, when you are more centered in your spirituality, when you're more centered phys- metaphysically, you tend to be a little bit more um, flexible in your real life. You learn how to adapt. You can learn how to rethink situations. Not saying life is very easy. Life can also be very hard. But if we learn how to take what we're doing in our spirituality, when we're learning in our metaphysical lives, when what we're learning here with meditation and, and looking at it from a different angle and saying, you know what, maybe that anger is coming from a different point, uh, different place. Maybe their perspective, they're not, this person's not seeing everything that you're trying to explain. You know, what is it that you can do to change this? We, we don't want to physically get ill. I mean, yes, we can... I can sit here and rake my leg. Oh, my leg's cramping up. Well, I can also use essential oils and I can use crystals. And what am I doing to change my energy? Why is my leg so stiff? I, this part I'm going to quickly cover. When I get Reiki done, the one thing that, the, that my practitioner tells me is that oh, I, 
is what's going on with your mother? You know, she hits a certain spot in my leg and she asks, what's going on with your mother? You know, are you having difficulty? Have you talked to her lately? You know, what what are the problems that are ha- that you're having? Or, you know, back when you were younger, did you have this issue? So areas of your body can relate to family members, can relate to areas of your life. And I'm going to try to locate for all you listeners a layout of the body and how it relates to you in quadrants and, and what areas and what it can relate to in your life. And maybe the aches and pains that you're having, these will actually give you clues as to what you need to work on going forward, both metaphysically, spiritually, and physically. Here we are, end of the show. Where did it go? We've covered all this good information. Well, I thank you for listening to me here on Real Metaphysical Talk. I am your host, Joan. Follow me on Facebook. We'll talk again soon. Can I get you more information out there on um, Facebook? Follow along. I appreciate you all listening. Sending you lots and lots of blessings this week. Happy New Moon and Happy New Chinese New Year. All right, we'll talk to you soon.